Hi, it's Carmel Jane here with the Carmel Jane Talks Business Podcast. We're here to unearth real stories from female entrepreneurs about their journey to success. Get inspired and discover top tips, advice and real life experience experience on how to start a business, grow a business and create something you are truly proud of. In the studio today, we have the wonderful and fabulous Jo Boxer of Boxer Creative. She was a high-flying city exec doing all graphic design and branding, and now she works for herself in Billericay because she's got two little kids. We're going to have fantastic ideas on branding and how to really establish your brand. This is a super good podcast if you're starting out or you're looking for a rebrand. And we have a bit of a giggle. She's a girl that likes to work red lipstick, and she's loads of fun. So listen in. I'm sure you won't be disappointed. Hey. And remember, dream bigger, believe bigger, and make a difference. So my name's Carmel Jane, and this is the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show every Wednesday from 1 till 3. Um, Listen in, if you're tuning in, and it's on 98FM, or if you're a bit cleverer, you can listen online on phoenixfm.com um, and we've even got an app so if you're that kind of a person which i am get onto the app store and download your free app so you can listen anywhere we are an international radio station although we we go out on fm to billericay and brentwood um today in the studio we have the wonderful and fabulous joe boxer from boxer creative hello joe come and sit close to the hello. microphone i just forgot to say that hello right and close um yeah fantastic we're gonna be talking to joe uh she is a bit of a branding and graphic design um kind of a guru so we're gonna be talking all through that it's gonna be fantastic so please do tune in um and if you want to want to give us any feedback carmel jane talks business on the facebook page or carmel at carmeljane.co.uk we'd love to hear from you anyway joe welcome Thank you. Come and talk closer. Oh, I've got to put your mic, to put your mic up. That's all right. There we go. I only do this once a week, listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> First mistake of the day. There we go. I'm here. She is. We can hear her. Uh, fabulous to have you in. Now, we've got to start. Um, seeing as this, uh, this is a woman in business show, uh, what lipstick are you wearing, Jo? It is a Max Fat. It's Desire. 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 Gone for very rouge <laughs> for the radio when no one sees it. I know. I, know. I always get nice to dress for radio. Yeah, this is a bit of video. There is some video. There but no, I, I, first time I met Jo, she just rocks it, rocks a lipstick. You're a lipstick kind of a girl, aren't you? Yeah, go bold. Go bold. <laughs> go out there. Get people to remember you. So, uh, Desire by Max Factor, if you want, if you want a fabulous shade Shameless of red. Bug. <laughs> so, yes, this is a business show, in case you were wondering. Um, so, Jo, tell us a little bit about it, because you... Uh, you're working from home now, but you have worked in the city. But how do you start? Was it, was it graphic design? Or? It was graphic design, yeah. So I did uh, graphic design. I went to art college and studied graphic design. Um, and then I was offered a job from college, actually. So I took that straight away. So what uh, college were you at? at South End. South East Essex Art College. Yeah. Was it back then? I'm not sure how. I'm not going to It's a kind of a really cool campus now. It, well, it was, yeah. I mean, even then, it was sort of one of the better places to be in the area in my eyes back in the day. We did a lot of good range of stuff. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it there. I got some good experience. And then I was applying so, for uni. So sorry, art college was the whole spectrum of that. Yeah, so we did interior, we did graphics, we did fashion, we did a real range to sort of see where you would like to be really. So um, graphics was still was my passion and I was applying for unis at the time and then got this job offer, so I took it. Brilliant. And uh, I think uh, my mum was relieved, single parent. She was like, oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so I took the job, which is a local job, and then I tried to get into the city after that. And uh, I ended up getting a really good place at a great company. And I was there for 12 years. So I was there for a long time. 
Um, a lot there from some amazing, talented people. Brilliant. I mean, I think it is <coughs> difficult. We had a few, I've had a few women in actually who they did just go to college and it all kind of worked out. And yeah. I'm actually, funny enough, my weekends coming up are going to be, um, I've got twin boys, we're looking at university. And it is, oh. it is difficult to know what to do, isn't it? It is, and it is. And I think and everyone kind of was naturally going that way. And in all my life, I presumed that's what was going to happen. Uh, but what really when this came about and I just thought you know financially is probably better and you know when these opportunities come sometimes you've got to take them but the only problem I found was when you do go to the city when I did try to get a job there there is a bit of a stigma about not having that degree or having that high class degree or that well known institute um, so that was a bit of a struggle um, but I actually yeah when I got through to the company that I finally stayed with for the longest time, we had to, three of us did some work and mine was selected by the client and that's how I kind of got and in and the you, door, yeah. So, yeah. So what kind of work, we, was it graphic design you were doing? Yeah, it's graphic design, so it was mainly kind of working within, uh, logo design was where I ended up specialising um, branding. Mm-hmm. So it's from those to brochures, websites, you know, videos, um, anything that kind of has your logo on. But yeah, obviously when you talk about a brand, having said that, it's also about the work you do, the person you are, how you you dress, you know, brand is so much bigger. But uh, we obviously focus on the sort of computerised size of it. <laughs> but if you can help your clients realising that brand isn't just your logo. And that's it. And, and that's a nice website, yeah. Absolutely it. It's everything you say, do, how you promote yourself on social media. It's all so important. It's all people's first impressions, you know, with the market that's flooded with, I don't know, estate agents and developers, you know, you've got to cut through in the best way you can. So. And, 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 have, and have people see you. So you did really well in the city and you, so you did it without a degree. Yeah, Probably I did, a, yeah. a big personality yeah. and a bit of talent and a little bit of luck. Probably that's how you that's did it. Exactly, I think. About it, I yeah. think that's exactly it. Yeah. Personality goes a long way. I interview a lot of youngsters and, and some of them just know they're going to be okay because they just know how to put themselves forward, I, I think. Yeah, I think that is important. I think, uh, don't get me wrong, in my early years, I really had to question myself and, you know, question my ability. Um, and it, you, you do stumbling confidence but then as you grow and you learn uh you you get that confidence more and more and more and you feel that more secure so yeah now i'm now i'm good yeah <laughs> grown up ladies you are wearing a pinafore today i do you know what it's one of those things it's either i'm wearing it really well or i look like a children's presenter no she's wearing not... it really well she's a, she's a cool she's still a cool art school student uh, yeah, i think deep down <laughs> Rocking a, a, a fabulous mustard coloured uh, pinafore. I don't wear pinafores. I wear I wear nice frocks because I'm so old. Um, awesome. So you were in the city. It was all going really well. Yeah. And then baby time. Baby time. Yeah. yeah. I was always that woman said, I, you know, I don't want kids. I'm a career oh, girl. Yeah. No, not at all. And then, I don't know. You kind of, I think, was it hit 30? I don't know. And I just felt like it was time. So, yeah, I had my first child. And guess what we did? Great idea. We'll have a first child. And we'll also move house around first oh. property <laughs> and we'll start up another business so my husband started all up at his, the same time I mean how was your baby when your husband started a business uh, he was well I was still pregnant when he set up oh. yeah and then we moved when he was due um, my, my baby was due and then yeah so we were rolling pretty scary times for the first, <laughs> for the first year is there something about having a baby that actually so often you hear these stories isn't it? and you think and you think how do you do it you know a newborn baby and your first time mum and you're not getting sleep and you've got all these decisions but sometimes I think when everything's a muddle just get stuck in and make things happen you just got to go for it absolutely and it was one of those decisions where we were kind of thinking is this the right thing to do but when an opportunity came up for him he had to take it and the poor guy you know my husband was working from home and I'd need a shower and I'd give him the baby so <laughs> I 
five minutes to myself, it works out quite well for me. <laughs> I, do, I do think that the dad's getting better. You know, we shouldn't be talking about, I mean, you'd never have a men in business show talking about how great their wife was at looking after the kids. <laughs> yeah. Times have changed. But there is this, there is this thing, isn't it? Men are yeah. going, you know, it's a, it's a, we, you both had proper careers, you both had proper jobs, and you both share the childcare. And completely Ish. respected each other's careers yeah. and jobs around the house. You know, we're a real 50-50 household and, and I'm really? very lucky. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, Maybe 60, 40 yeah. if he's listening. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the he's pretty good. That the working women still are doing 70, 80% of the housework. Yeah, I mean, I still probably the one that does the more worrying and the, the thought of the, the, the school things and stuff like that whilst running the business. But um, no, he's pretty good. He's, uh, ah, he's pretty brilliant. Good guy. So, how old are your children now? They are three, and Zachary was six on Friday. Oh, so, okay. so you just we're getting into yeah. a rhythm now. His business, my husband's business, has really taken off, and now I'm in my stride as well. So, I did go back to the city after the first. My first oh, child. Really? Yes. And but it was hard. It was really hard because you're leaving at sort of seven in the morning, you're back at seven thirty at night. So yeah, that was a uh, real mum guilt um there. Oh but, mummy guilt. Yeah. I think it's mummy guilt every single show. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's true and it really is a thing. But I had to do it for you know, financially we needed that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um then I had my second daughter, uh, my second child, my daughter, and I was like, This is it. Time to go solo. I'm ready now. Oh, and so it was almost that again. Having children, it kind of forces you into going. It forces you into change, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. Because I think I would have just carried on in the city and just kept fighting and the actually, fight. You know, as... I think there's this this lie that women can do it all, but you can't. We can't have it all. You can be an amazing woman in the city, working and being fantastic, or you can yeah. be a super amazing, completely dedicated mum. But actually, you can't. Kind of, you have to get a balance. Yeah, you have to have a balance, and and that's the bit I still struggle with. Because part of me wants to run with this business. You know, I've got all these ideas and this work, and and I kind of want to keep going. But actually, no, I always have Tuesdays off. I take the Tuesdays off, and Good I spend you. it with my daughter. And I'm adamant I don't even look at my phone because. That's really important to me. Oh, you even turn your phone, that's good. Yeah, I do, because I just think otherwise I'm constantly distracted. It's not quality time. So. And you've actually, my boys are 16. We eat breakfast and dinner together every day. Like, yeah. it's just what we do. And I've got it, sometimes I'm naughty, I've got the phone here. I was like, no, phone and computer off, off to one side. And be so present hard. with your kids. Because you are, you're constantly, your mind's constantly thinking. But yeah, it's so important. Right. Joe, we've got to um, have a little break. We're going to have a little time for a song, I think. Um, we could talk for the whole hour, I think. We, 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 need, we need a bit of a song. <laughs> until the and um, we'll be back shortly. Ah, I love that track, Bastille with Pompeii. And this was chosen by my very lovely guest, Joe Boxer from Boxer Creative. Why don't you choose that song, Joe? There is no reason. I just love it. Oh, just a great. We don't like my mic, do you? You're <laughs> turning me down. Second mistake of the day. Oh, it's all about Carmel. Joe, who? No, no, I'm just trying not to make any mistakes. Right. Anyway, You're the now top we're back. Job, this is Carmel job. Jane with the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show. We'll just pretend that never happened. <laughs> and now my wonderful guest, Joe Boxer from Boxer Creative. Uh, we're going to be talking all about branding, but I let her choose. We, we usually put a few songs and let my guests choose, and you chose Bastille with Pompeii. Just like Bastille. Bastille are great. They just do always do good songs. It's always just nice, easy listening, happy yeah, music. Yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of it's quite inspirational music, isn't it? Yeah, yeah keep you going. Is that what you're playing? That's it. Yeah. yeah. So when you're out night clubbing. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so so enough about enough about our songs. So. Joe's saying she's been in the city, she worked in the city, um, just <coughs> straight from college, did super well, then decided to have children, went back, and now she's working for herself. Mm-hmm. But you did a lot of branding in the city, wasn't it, was your thing? Yeah, loads of branding, except in the city, branding, you kind of do, uh, say, under the logo, and you kind of look at the, the market position, etc. and then you do the guidelines, it lasts for years. <laughs> so, whereas when you work locally, you kind of turn it around in a few weeks, so it's quite a different experience. However, 
I got to learn so much about the value of brand, position of brand and how it affects your market and how you are seen. Mm. So it was a well good experience. I have worked with a few women who have been in the city and then come back mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it's not there's not thousands of pounds to spend time no. researching and things. You've actually got to just crack You've got to get going. Yeah. So, what is a brand? Because I think people think it's a logo, but it's a lot more than that, isn't it's it? It's so much more than that, yeah. It's everything about, I mean, it starts with the logo, whether it's, you know, the, the colours, the fonts, and how it's even designed. And then it becomes where it's positioned and how clearly it's seen. And it's also about, you know, your website, um, your brochure, your leaflets, your social media, your uniforms. Everything is branded. If it's not coherent, if it's not uniform, then people won't recognise yeah, it. And it's, I think if you're starting out, it's really good to get your foundations, you know, to get that designed and not, because I like to change my mind occasionally. That's the problem, isn't it? I think everyone kind of gets a bit bored, but it'd be really, it's really knowing your market. It's knowing your market. And a really good example of this is um, Mandy Baker at Zone Club. She knows her hey, market. Mandy. We love, love Mandy. Love Mandy. <laughs> she knows her market. She knows her audience and she knows what she wants to achieve and, and how she wants to be presented. So she's a great client to work with because it's quite, you know, straightforward what we need to do and how many to work with her so we do lots of marketing material for her um and uh, and and so yeah it's all about yeah it's all about knowing your audience being confident with that decision and not being afraid to make changes to the logo but also respect your designer and, and their opinion at the same time yeah. because so when you're working with clients if they're starting kind of from zero and how where's the balance between saying okay i've got to know my market and i feel some people spend so long trying to get it perfect, but actually you've got to sometimes then just make a decision and go with it. Yeah, I mean, there is that point. And that's where I will come along and sort of say, look, you know what, we've four <laughs> rounds of men's, five rounds of men's, actually, this is a really good place for you. This is really going to work. And I'll kind of try and tell you the benefits of why that that's the best one for you. And quite often, and more than often, if I do three or four concepts, they'll always go with the first one. It's weird, isn't it? It always kind of just... I think it's... I know because I've had bits and pieces designed and think, oh, can it be better? I like this. Is it going to yeah. be better? But actually a good designer can just get inside your head and know what's happening. Exactly, exactly. And know what we need to do and what's going to suit you. So that's the, that's the whole point. And that's when a good designer, you know, would be able to do that for you. So why is it so important to you? to get your brand right and to get it right from the start? Because, again, as I said before, it's it's cutting through the market. You know, with social media and, and so much free advertising and space out there to be seen, it's about having something that's unique, um, having something that stands out. It's almost like, a, you know, the Darren Brown thing. You know, when you keep seeing something mm. or something catches your eye, um, it becomes a talking point. So if it's well done, and also you don't want a van where you've got, you know, the phone number that's split across the door or something like that or the website that's cut across it's everything you do has to be so well positioned and thought about that someone's going to see it and they're going to quickly remember that so yeah it's all everything's important and and it is, there's so much to think about but where, where did, what would you say is the first thing you have to do when you're starting saying I'm, I'm starting out or, or even if you're looking at a complete rebrand mm-hmm. where do you start well you definitely do a, a review of competitors that, that is definitely part of it. You need mm. to sort of see where you feel you lie amongst those and work out what makes you unique. Um, and then it's about whether you want to kind of blend with the crowd or stand out from the crowd. Obviously, standing out is yeah. <laughs> always my advice. Um, so it's about, you know, finding what feels comfortable to you. And again, we sort of work on what is your unique selling point? What do we really need to focus on? How do we need to be perceived? And then we'll kind of work out how to work you within the market that you're in. I guess when you're working with clients, if they haven't already understood it, 
I think niching is so important and saying this is who I am and, and that person over there is doing that and that person and I could be doing this and yeah, other, don't be a master of all trades yeah, yeah, I am yeah. me yeah. be a master of your trade, trade not, not, yeah, not jack, jack of all, all trade, exactly yeah. So, and, and that's the problem I think everyone wants to run and, and I've had a conversation with someone not that long ago and she's, she's got these big ideas that she's going to have this website and then everyone's going to buy her products and it's like actually that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a first brick in the foundation yeah the exactly it's not, it's not the, the answer you can have a website but if no one finds it and no one sees it on Google you know there's no point in having that website you know so I but for a startup, you know, you can just work on Instagram, purely on Instagram, and then have a contact me, you know, oh. so start getting your brand out there, get people to sort of DM you from there, and then you can start growing your business as you get more money. I guess it has changed so much with social media, hasn't it? Because I, when I decided to niche and dance, I got mm -hmm. a little pink swirly, really logo. Mm -hmm. I didn't overthink it. We went with it. Um, and... But that was kind of pre-social media. Maybe Facebook was just yeah. around. But now you can start your business. Absolutely. Almost yeah. without... The website, I think you need a good website. Say, so I am professional. But you can yeah. trial it. You can test your market, build up your following, can't you? Absolutely. I mean, this is this is quite shameful and hypocritical. But uh, I only have a holding page. So for two, oh, and yeah. a, two and a half years, I have not had the time you're, you're to the do my own website. You're the That's chef really that goes bad. home and has baked beans every night, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it is. You know, I'm so, my website is so far down the priority list, whereas so much of my work I could just showcase on Instagram and Facebook, and all my work's referral. So it's all come purely so through social using, media. You're still using social, and I, and I guess too, photography, design. It's all very pretty. We can put it out there. Quite it's visual, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's on those things, isn't it? Any kind of product or something like that is it's great for social. So, yeah, so I've, I've, I've done that and I've built that up and I uh, have a website up there for just having a presence, but it's got a, I've got a long way to go. I've, I've redesigned it four times. No, you need a consultant to tell <laughs> Yeah, you I actually, I'm at the point where I think I'm going to get someone else to do it for me. Yeah. Cool, we're going to have a little uh, time for a song, I think. We could just be talking the whole time. I uh, just have a short break. Hey, it's a little break here. I hope you are enjoying the show. And Jo's been raising some really good points about looking professional and being professional. She's a big fan of photography and video. And hey, I know a good place where you can go and get amazing photography and video. So if you're thinking this is sounding like something you need, head on over to the carmeljane.co.uk website and you can have a look at the kind of commercial work we do. We're really good at helping you with your branding when you're starting out and knowing what photos that you really need and then you can get your stock photos and customer photos and own photos. We've also got a very exciting new uh, development with the team. We have now got videography. I've been Taylor's been doing my videos for a year now, but now he's coming to work full-time and he is there to get amazing corporate branding videos. Drop us a line, head on over to the website, or even go to our YouTube channel, Carmel Jane, and you'll be able to see the kind of things that we produce. Anyway, back to the podcast. I love that track. This is me from The Greatest Showman. It was another choice for my guest, Joe Boxer. Why did you choose this one, Joe? This is, uh, well, part of the film's amazing. My son loves this song. They did it at school and he's obsessed by it. So, and yeah. they sung it? They, they sung it as a group, yeah. collectively, yeah. I do love it. I love that movie. Um, my name is Carmel Jane and I am here on the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show. We're here every Wednesday from 1 till 3 on Phoenix FM. You can tune in on the dial on Phoenix 98 or online which I think 
think lots of people are doing these days on phoenixfm.com or if you're a really cool cat, you can get the app and you can download that. Um, tune in, I've got my Facebook page, Carmel Jane Talks Business, or you can ping me an email on Carmel at Carmel Jane. We'd love to hear from you. But today we have very fabulous red lipstick, Jo Boxer from Boxer Creative. Uh, she is a, a graphic designer and branding expert. And we've been talking a lot about branding and how People think branding is just your logo, but it's mm. everything you do. Mm. And you've, but you've got to kind of get your logo and your colours and your brand from... You've got to set the foundation, That's don't exactly you? exactly That is your foundation. So it's your knowing your font and your colours and your tone of voice and your kind of gallery of photography. So photography for me is so key for any client I work with. Um, it's it's It really can showcase your product, especially if you're retail, especially if you're doing a product. I actually, I've got a, a presentation I do and I say... Not all of your photos have to be professional, but I think on your website you need yeah. your key photos need to look professional. Yeah. And um and there's lots of places you can get the photography and stock shots of their place and customer photos have their place, but please don't do a whole website for <laughs> iPhone photos. Okay? Go. Yeah. Don't do that. But yeah, but that brand is saying, I'm professional, isn't it? That's so yeah, clear. All the whole bit I say uniforms. If you've got a car that's brand, everything has everything. to be. Everything. It says I'm, and it is, it's, it's saying that I am, I'm professional, I know what I'm doing. And it's also saying um, I'm human, I'm real. So if you have those stock shots, whilst they're all very good, they've lost a human element. I totally agree. I think, and you see a lot of, especially law firms or accountancy firm, and they've got a really well-designed website, it looks pretty cool, and it's mm. all stock shots. And then they've got an 0800 number. And it's so frustrating. And it just feels yeah, It does. It just feels so generic. And it's just, you know, at the end of the day, if you're having some big legal case, for example, then you want to have a relationship, you want to have a good rapport, and you want to feel comfortable with them. And that's the initial contact of someone deciding between you and somebody yeah. else. So, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to a real person. They're saying as well that, that story is really important, that your people want to know who they're dealing with and they want to know backstory. I mean, the whole, like the Instagram and Facebook, the stories, I know that's slightly different but yeah. people want to know something a bit real don't they and that's it and times are changing now back in the, in the day it was all about having that corporate real you know hard-nosed kind of look but now actually no people are you know we're all wiser to the world of business and with Instagram and, and things like that you have that opportunity to really show who you are and show why you, you're unique and show why people really do like working with you do you think it's a female thing perhaps more so Perhaps. But there's more and more women in business and then it is maybe, I don't know, that just popped into my head. It wasn't something I pondered, but maybe it is. It may be because we're not big corporates and it's not all kind of professional, not, not, not unpolished. Polished, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. I think, um, well, what I know in terms of women in business is it's a great time to be in business for a working woman. It's so much more accepted now and done and, you know, so uh, I think we are uh, sort of making waves in that yeah. sense. So, yeah. And so we're talking about you know, social media makes it easy. Last week, mm. I had Lauren Knight from Mothers and Business Association. Yep, listen to her. There's all yeah, she's fan what that mm. that association's doing is fantastic. And and like you're saying, your husband, you're about fifty fifty. <laughs> What's your husband's name? Lewis. Lewis, come on, we're just about there. Pull your socks up. <laughs> He's, he's really good. I cannot complain. And really supportive. And the really good thing with him and I, actually, he uh, trained in graphics originally when he was younger and ended up, he's very logically minded, gone into programming and uh, into mm -hmm. sort of scanning that he does now and the 3D modelling. Um, so he, he loves what I do. And he, so, uh, he, we, so he's a good sounding board. Yeah, exactly. He can critique really constructively what you're doing. Exactly. It's nice, it is nice to get feedback, isn't it? And massively. <laughs> and just to chat about ideas and I help with his work, brand and his business and, and just, yeah, sounding board. Sometimes they're, they're so out there and I sort of like, no, nah, okay. No. <laughs> well, you know, you <laughs> know your client. Bring it in. Right? You know your client. <laughs> um, so 
how, because we're talking, so I, I knew a woman, she was fantastic, but she worked with really big brands, like international uh -huh. brands. And then when she came to me, she was trying to put that kind of money in. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not a big brand. So how is a small business? I'm, I'm assuming that, um, you know, if there's any multinationals listening, send us an email, <laughs> it'd be great to hear from you. But I'm assuming we're kind of more low, low key uh, businesses than that. Um, how's a small business? Can we, can we, where do we start? Tell us, you know, you're starting out or you're rebranding, where do we start? Well, the, it's worth, the, the hard thing is that it does pay off to invest that little bit. Um, I think people kind of do quick cheap, but actually if you ha can have that small bit of investment to get it done properly in the early stages, mm -hmm. it really does matter because that's your, is your foundation. Um, and you do pay for what you get, unfortunately, it's one of those things. But having said that, you know, when I, in the city, we'd do brochures, 25 rounds of amends and an enormous budget. So, you know, it's a very different world. And I completely respect that. I've been a startup. I know how it works. I know how much money I had to start with. So, you know, I completely understand everyone's budgets and I can work stages mm -hmm. um, or we'll get the logo and the guidelines, you know, the colour palette, etc. We'll start off with it and then we'll build it and we'll work on their social and then we'll start taking it into the website and then it becomes an e-commerce website if it's a product. So, you know, it grows so as they grow. So probably the start is once you know your USP, you've done your marketing, you've looked yep. at some kidapitas, you said, this is mm -hmm. who I am. Mm -hmm. You need a logo and your corporate colours. Yeah, basically. And, and a kind of generalisation yeah. of who you are, summary of who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have that confidence knowing going forward how you should present yourself. I found actually Instagram was quite good with our photos because once we, we took a bit more time curating and we look and we go, oh, this is a style. We, we tend to shoot quite contrasty and, and sort of slightly blue toned. And when they were all laid out, there, was like, this is who I am. And actually then, then you put in one that's not that and you go, okay, I kind of like that photography, but it's not me. And I think that's it's been quite a powerful tool to be clear on who we are and what our style is. Absolutely, because it's clear cut, isn't it? It's right there, it, mm. it stands out and, and you can start to feel more comfortable and then you, you know your niche that little bit more because it's it's laid out flat on those three squares across the Instagram or you know through your photos of Facebook or LinkedIn. So yeah, it does, it, it really does help you. And, and like you say, and you may change. So when your business starts, it may be um, your intentions or your niche is this and as you grow, you may change. So, mm. you know, that having that, small investment to then grow and change as you grow is is the best idea really. Brilliant. So you, you can do it, but probably your logo and colour. What about colour? Colour is important as well. Colour is important. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, we do have, there are, you know, studies that show that colour represents, you know, different emotions. We have emotional triggers mm -hmm. with colour. So, you know, a yellow is orange and more fun um, and energetic. Uh, purple is creative. Black, gold is more premium luxury. Mm -hmm. um, but on the same you know, in the same sentence, if you design a logo really well, uh, it's really well laid out, um, you can have that kind of controversial colour in with a so luxury brand with a yellow or something like that. So if you look at um, some uh, one of the London banks, uh, Mellon, for example, uh, I think it's Bank of New York, isn't it? Um, they've got yellow, which is quite unusual for a sort yeah, of city cool, bank. Yeah, yeah. But they've kind of gone with that sort of strong black with the sort of friendly yellow to sort of show their more approachableness, I'm sure. I'm sure that's yeah. their ethos. <laughs> I haven't researched too much into it. But yeah, so colour is important. We do have a relationship with colours. And also you associate colours, so orange with EasyJet, mm. a lower budget perhaps, or more of a friendlier brand and then you're going to sort of the virgin reds the more dynamic to the sort of emirates with the gold text on their planes yeah. for their sort of more luxury so we do it's we natural do. Yeah. yeah that it has an impact when i rebranded with the dance it was bright or quite a deep pink actually yeah. but it was very pink it was, yeah. and then i um i got all my office furniture and all the folders were all pink and people you went walk for in. it <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm a feminist but everything was pink <laughs> Um, and then when we do schools and commercial, I've kind of got a teal. So they're, they're different colours, but they're in the same 
very tone, but they're, they're the same kind of depth. So they support each other, yeah, don't yeah. they? Yeah, it's nice to have that contrast colour with the more sort of sassical. So I did, the, for example, Stock Florist website. They do a lot of weddings. So what was that? Stock Florist. Oh, yeah. Uh, they do a lot of weddings. And when I was doing their website, it was grey was their colour. They came to me, they were their mm. logo, their colour. I said, you know, we need that accent colour. We need that colour to pop and Especially to support florists, it. Because florists are all Well, they're flowers, yeah. yeah. So, oh, they're stunning. So we, well, I sort of introduced the pink, um, um, the sort of dusty pink, mm. and that's worked really well for them. That's kind of, we put that across their marketing now. Because you've got quite a distinctive style of your design, haven't you? I have, yeah. And, and I didn't intend to necessarily go out with that, but it has kind of unfolded. I'm very much about being quite less is more yeah. iconic um, because I just think if you're driving past or you come on Facebook, you want that person to remember your logo. You want people to be able to read that that text and not be distracted by the, the everything around it. So, yeah, for me, that's really key. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, it's time uh, for a song again, and we'll be back um, listening to more about Jo and her wonderful business and all about branding. Hello there, it's Carmel Jane with the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show here on Phoenix FM. Tune in on uh, 98 on the FM dial or go to the website phoenixfm.com and you can tune in and you can also, if you've missed the show, because we've had a really, really good fun here with Joe from Boxer Creative, um, you can, and a little bit later on today, you can download and listen to it again. So Joe from Boxer Creative, we've been and we're talking all about branding and branding is your logo, it's your colours and that's your base that you start from, but it's everything that you do that represents your professionalism. Um, so my, actually I was, I was sort of weddings and I altered it slightly for dance and I've altered it slightly again, but it's stayed pretty much the same for 10 or 12 years now. But how often should we update our brand? Well, uh, they say every five years. Five years? Yeah, around every five years. Now, how would you decide to go from like a tweak and update to actually a total rebrand? It, it will completely vary on your logo and kind of when you did last have it done. So if you had it done in the 80s, you're probably looking at a little bit of a, oh. <laughs> a bit more of an overhaul. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you had it sort of five or, or, or seven years ago, it might just be a bit of a tweak or, uh, you know, because fonts trend, you know, yeah. colours trend, logos trend, design, you know, obviously with the web, once the web got so big, fonts, uh, logos become a little bit more, more iconic, more mm -hmm. symboled. So um, that's kind of where we're at still a little bit at the moment um but yeah so trends change and it's all about getting noticed you know when you if you for example back to the estate agents I always use that as a reference for some reason um if you've had that logo out there for 10 years and they've seen that board all the time and you sometimes become uh, a little bit more used to it you become a bit more blase but you actually when you refresh seeing, it yeah. you then start talking about it it becomes a bit more of a because actually estate agents point. do interesting things with their boards they there's some really uh, there's um Grace and Rose or Rose and yeah, Grace yeah. and Bellarique, Joe Matt. No, it's Matt, no. I've forgotten his name. That was a, that was a faux pas, wasn't it? But I mean, it's black and pink. It's yeah. very, very different to yeah. classic boards, isn't Completely it? Completely changed. And there's some companies that have really made some waves in that in terms of changing the dynamic and how you do it. Some people don't even have a website on, um, and that's because then you'll Google them. So that helps with their Google rank mm. rankings. So it's very clever. Um, some, you know, barely have a phone number on there. It's all making you do the search and it's, stuff. Yeah. It's changed so much. And you're much, looking for that logo. You're recognising that brand. It's all very clever. Yeah. So you've got to decide. I mean, I think I feel like I need to change because mine was designed when I was doing weddings, and it was kind of Cosmo magazine meets L. And actually, that doesn't suit photography because it's a lot more scripty. It's a bit softer, more fluid and feminine now right. than what it was twelve years ago, when I was pushing out for weddings. Mm -hmm. So. 
Yeah, your logo is more scripted at the moment. You say. No, it's not. No, I need yeah, to get more. Yeah, we want to go a bit softer. A bit softer. We'll see how we go. We have a list of things to do. Yeah, I was going to say it's any problem. But yeah, it's, it's a, the whole branding is difficult, and actually, and then, and actually, once you've been going for a while, then if you change your branding, then it's um, any letterheads and website. And, uh, there's a cost uh, implement yeah. that comes with it. Yeah, I mean, you can. That's if you do small tweaks, you can phase it in a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, you have to always have that consideration, especially if you've got uniforms. You know, you have to re. Oh, People yes. don't do it. But pharmaceutical companies, I think they say something like 40% or 50% of your marketing budget or your budget should go on marketing. That's huge, isn't it? That's a huge amount. I know. Yeah. I think 10% for SMEs. So, yeah. So, that's quite, I mean, I don't think people do do that. But um, I think this is, is so important, though, to get it right from the start because it is difficult to make. If you haven't got it right, it's so difficult to and make that's change. It. And, and I think it's expensive. It is expensive. And I think people do struggle with the value of it. So I'll just get logo done or I'll just get website done. But actually, your website, if it's done properly, it can be a salesperson. So how much salary would you pay a no, salesperson? So, yeah, it's all it's all relevant. It's all about, you know, having that good presence and, and generating that business because people see you such a professional outfit. And I think there's lots of places online you can get brands and logos done for free and it's all pretty good but yeah. I don't I think you do need to get set that foundation and get your yeah. stuff right it has to be you know for you specialised for you because you never know you'll drive down the road and John's got the same logo as you so it's <laughs> always know. the risk you run <laughs> and there's a thing with wedding photographers you can get like your name put in a script and then there's lots of people with oh it's similar logos oh. yeah. well, it's all good, it's all good. <laughs> so uh, this has been fantastic thank you so much for coming on um, actually so where are you getting your business from? Because you haven't actually been working on your own for long now, have you? I've been working for two and a half years, yeah, yeah. just over. Kind of juggling oh, no. a couple of kids and it's yeah, just, no. yeah. standards, throw them over your shoulder and off yeah. you go to work. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a little kind of office in stock, uh, like a little, literally like a Harry Potter broom cupboard. It's like a little bare oh, brick, brick area. Yeah, I have a little area and I love it. It's my yeah. little kind of place to go and, and be in the, you know what, the you zone. you from home you go, yeah, I can't just, yeah, there's always something to do. So I come away and I clear my hair and I'm focusing the work. And, all, you know, in the village, there's so many good places to go oh, to. Coffee yeah. and yeah. meetings are always based around lunchtime. Fabulous, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's another meeting at the coffee shop. One o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm very blessed there. So that's good. How are you getting the business in? Uh, I've honestly, uh, it's probably ninety percent referrals oh, and recommendations. Yeah, I haven't actually actively advertised my business. So and you've only, you've only got a holding page for your website. I know, I know, it's so bad. But you know, it's it's uh, like I say, social media for me has been a fantastic tool. Yeah. yeah, and you do a little bit of networking as well, don't you? I do two networking groups. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, one's a women's group, one's a, a local group in the village, business in stock. Um, and that literally that launched in February, and I started up in November. And uh, that was just it was just a perfect timing. Talk about fate and luck, yeah. you know. That was really good. So I've branded the uh, local really. Uh, I, <laughs> I said I've Brentwood very local and people mm. do know me kind of locally and I love it because it's oh, just it's it. so nice for people and I think also when it's local you can you can help people and you can see them grow and you're gonna they're gonna stick with you a bit longer That's because exactly especially what I love. startups are fantastic. It's isn't the it? best job you know I absolutely love that I can speak with someone they've got this idea and then I can sort of say have you thought about this and like oh my god that's a great idea and you, you know, it's just such a great feeling to be able to support them and help them and then when they see it how pleased they are and then you watch their business it's grow yeah. and it's just it's a lovely feeling so it's a very satisfying job I do yeah. Brilliant and I guess too um, with you and your husband having a business and, and you probably have got a bit of business savvy anyway haven't 
haven't you? I, I like to think so. Yeah, you know, we've done all right between us. So uh, it's and I just I love watching him grow. I love you know watching my business grow. It's just so exciting. Hey, who does the design for his business? Is it Me. His? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope that doesn't cost any arguments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you what he says when he's critiquing the work you've done. For him. Well, he's got a really good marketing team uh, at his place. Uh, wow. So they've taken over the social side of it and stuff. But they're and they're doing they're 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 so on it. And but I just sort of we work together, which is quite nice. So we can do some projects okay. together. How, did, how, how would one go about choosing their designer? Like, what do we need to know? So there are so many good designers mm. in Essex. In Chelmsford, you know, um, Brentwood, the amazing, talented people. It's got to be a right fit, really. So uh, recommendations are always good. Um, check out their reviews, check out their ratings. Definitely check out their portfolio because everyone has a different style. Yeah. And I guess if you like, the kind of resonates with you, then that's chances. That's are. it, isn't it? You've got to feel comfortable. You've got to feel like it mm. feels like something you'd feel comfortable with. And then obviously get your quotes, get a couple of quotes, yeah. and then and then go from there, yeah. Can I say, if you're getting website done, make sure you get the quote for changes. <laughs> yeah. I always hear sob stories about, you know, and they, they got it and it wasn't too expensive. Then every time they want to change two words, it's going to cost them 50, 100 quid or something. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a bit... Terrible with, know, with, 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 oh, with, with charging for changes. I'm really bad. Yeah, I get okay, slapped get on the wrist yeah. all the time. But um, yeah, I think the, the the more structure you have in the first place, the better brief you have in the first place, the quicker and easier your job will get done and the cheaper it will get done. I think, yeah, um, a really top tip is when you are on a budget and starting yeah. that, if you do the legwork, if you go with a exactly. really clear brief, you go, I want something. Yeah. Or, you're not going to, if you're really clear, actually doing some, you're, and your graphic designer is not a magic bullet. They're not going to solve all your problems. They're going to turn you into an amazing business. I wish I could. Yeah, no. Yeah. That'd be great, isn't it? Yeah, great photos. Change your whole Ta-da. business. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, if you do the legwork and really prep, it Absolutely. makes it so much easier. Yeah. And then be open to ideas, though. Don't be too set. Absolutely. And that is, I've really worked with so many different um, sort of types of business people in terms of some people really can't make decisions and some people know exactly what they want um, but you know the, like you're exactly right have the brief know your audience have a look at your market kind of think about who you are what is your USP and then that just is a massive um, help to getting the job done quickly more efficiently and you won't be disappointed then you know <laughs> I think you'd be pretty good at telling people what they should have well <laughs> <laughs> when you have to that lovely red lipstick smile of yours be going look sweetie this is good <laughs> Now listen to me. No, no, I'm completely on board to listen to everyone's opinion, but I obviously try to encourage where I, if I've got a logical reason for why yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think it's scary when you're starting a business. Isn't it? And oh. I, what I find the hardest about running a business is actually decision making because yeah. it's every day there's yeah. so many decisions and you, I think you get kind of decision fatigue, don't you? So yeah, if someone, got, if you really do like your designer, then you can... Trust them. Trust them. That is the, that is the thing, you know, a couple of my clients now I work with so often, they just say, I need this, kind of give me a rough outline of what they want. I know their business now and I can get on with it. So it is a quicker, you know, cost-effective process for them because you don't have to start from scratch every time. So it's great that I know them and can help them. Uh, so that is definitely good. Find someone you can just have that good relationship Enjoy with. with. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Loved having you on. This is super oh, it's been easy. Such a My show is getting easier. So I get so nervous, but this is fun. <laughs> no, it's really good. Thank laughing. you. And where can people find out more about you if they're interested in, in what you've been saying? Oh, well, not my website. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do, have, I do have a website, boxercreativeuk.com. Uh, but I'm always uh, Instagram, Facebook, so Boxer Creative. Boxer uh, that's, like, that's your actual surname, isn't it? It is, my was married it? name. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. very feminist, I'm sorry. I know, I know. I, know. I actually loved it because uh, mine was McGrath. Which is fine, yeah. but it's quite hard to spell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And boxer is just kind of cool, isn't it's it? It's just, I know, because it's there. Actually, you know, 
when I first came across you, I didn't think, oh, that's her surname. That's her, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well my, Lewis, good name. That's yeah, the only reason she married you. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> um, so it's brilliant. So what are you doing for the rest of the day now? I am going back to the office now. Yep. So I'll carry on doing some work. I've got a few jobs to get out today. And then I uh, pick the kids up from nursery. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, she do. Bless them. They'll be filthy. It's the only way children should be. I love it. I love it. The dirty, I know they've had a good day. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, it's going to be on the website, phoenixfm.com. Um, if you go to Carmel Jane Talks Business, you can hear the uh, the whole show. There's been so many top tips. It has been wonderful. And we've got the, we have the details for Joe as well. We're going to take a time for a song now. Another bit of a rock chick. Rolling Stones with Brown Sugar. So much fun. Jo was fabulous. Really, really good dynamic there. Um, and I think she really does know her stuff about branding. So if you need any help, head on over to Boxer Creative and find out more. Um, if you've enjoyed this po podcast and you're getting great value out of it, please remember to rate, review and subscribe on your podcast platform because it really, really does help people to find us. Go out there, dream bigger, believe bigger and make a difference. We'll see you next week.